0: You are now a part of the Happy Life Club. Do I even want to say that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is that like the Mickey Mouse Club? <laughs> Come along and sing our song and join our family. So <laughs> Mickey loves you.
0: <laughs> if we're the Happy Life Club, then does that make you Mickey Mouse or Donald Duck?
1: Or Goofy. <laughs>
0: That's my role, I think. That's true, that is <laughs> your role. <laughs> I'm gonna
1: show you. I'm gonna show you how to operate in a spirit.
0: This is Happy Life Studios. This
1: message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you! Does your sunset high? Does your
0: sunset
1: high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. Hey, are you happy? If you're
0: not then why? If you're not then why? We're here to help your life be happier. Welcome to Happy Life Studios. This is Steve O.
1: This is Tony. <laughs>
0: I feel like we should have little shirts with our names written across and wearing the ears. Let me go get some of those and we'll finish this podcast up. I'll be right back. Tony, I travel all over the place, like you know. And um, and usually when I travel, I don't stay in hotels. I stay in people's homes. It's more communal that way. It's a lot cheaper that way. I do like a good hotel stay, but this last trip... Um, I came out to listen to my boys senior recital for college in Minneapolis and then he had graduation the following week and the only way I could make that work and fly my family out was I have uh, uh, an engagement a speaking engagement or doing a bunch of happy you classes um, about a month later so I had to take the ticket and fly out early and so I've got several extra weeks but I don't mind that because whenever I have extra time I always come up here to Camp Daniel because you helped me get my my head right. You helped me get my brain right, which probably scares a lot of people that you would get somebody else's brain correct.
1: And what we get is we get to hear you put on a full concert in the shower for a half hour every morning. That was the hardest thing for my children to get used to. How noisy you were in the shower.
0: Hardest thing for me is 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 that I never knew I was a whistler until I came here. <laughs> and I had to stop whistling because I was driving you crazy. Sometimes I'll look, look over, and one of your kids will just be staring at me, going, "Really?" And I'm like, "What am I doing? Yeah. Am I whistling again?" <laughs> so, <laughs> but I stay at a lot of places, houses, and things like that. And I've I've noticed sometimes I'd stay in a house, and it was really weird. Like when my when Christine travels with me, there's some places where her hair does really well. My my wife has tremendous hair. She is just a babe. She has been told she looks like Jennifer Aniston by a lot of people, and she really does. Um, but those, Who do they say you
1: look like? What's that? Who do they say you look well, like? Well, you remember
0: when Jennifer Aniston used to be with Brad Pitt? Yeah. I think I kind of look like Brad Pitt, but they actually tell me that I look more like his his brother Arm. Uh-huh. You know? Arm <laughs> Pitt? <laughs> or Stu. Stu Pitt. Stu Pitt. Yeah, Stu Pitt. Right. <laughs> But anyway, there's certain times when we travel and it's always weird to me because she'll be real excited because it's easier for her to do her hair. Her hair just it just like falls into place. in other places, um, she can't get her hair to look right. It's a bad hair day. And I, honestly, you are
1: so beautiful.
0: I think she's a babe no matter what. I think her hair looks good no matter what. She says, my hair looks... I'm like, what are you talking about? Your your hair looks... And I honestly mean that. I'm not faking it, but she can tell there's a difference um, in the different places that we stay How our hair acts. I've noticed, too, over the years that there's some places where I have to use more shampoo or more body wash or the soap just lathers up more. In other places, it doesn't. And I also noticed that in some places... I stay at it's like the stuff rinses out really easy, and your hair is squeaky clean. And other places I stay at yep. it's like you rinse and rinse and rinse and rinse and rinse and rinse and rinse, right? <laughs> and there's still like this film left over, yeah. you know. And then I started realizing that they go hand in hand. The places where I use less shampoo and it lathers up more is the same place that I can't seem to rinse it off as well. So is that making sense so far? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. He laughs. Yeah. laughs. yeah. Whatever. Sure, <laughs> that makes sense. Um, so, but what I found out that the houses that use soft water, like your house, you use soft water. Okay. Right. Soft water causes the, the soap to lather easier. It takes less soap to lather up more. Right. But it's also harder to rinse out. Yeah. And at home, we have hard water. Ah. So, you know, I find myself when I come back home just trying to put a little shampoo on my hand and and also like, oh, I got to get some more shampoo because I forget. You know, I forget. But but it also rinses out easier and it's squeaky clean. Now, personally, I like to be able to rinse it out so it's squeaky clean. And it's hard when I go to houses like yours that have soft water. It takes a while to get realize that it's okay. I'm not going to ever get all that stuff off of me. Right. And I still feel clean. Right but I've been thinking about this for years and I've I've never done a message on it. I guess I am now through a podcast, but I equate that, believe it or not, to having a friendship with God. That's
1: good. I'm glad you didn't say having a friendship with me. And then equate <laughs> the it shower. to being in the shower. That's just <laughs>
0: it's like we went to the we went to the restaurant the other day. <laughs> Fast food. Are you two together? Yeah. Well what do you mean? I mean, yeah, he's paying, but no, we're, 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 I want to make it clear, we're not together. I mean, but he, we're both, he's paying for both of, both of us. <laughs> but you grew up in a in a church much like mine. Yes. You know, um, Pentecostal churches are churches that simply they believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. They believe that the Holy God Spirit can reside in us. I'm just oversimplifying because I don't want to make this, we could go off on this for a half hour, hour easy on, on what Pentecostal is and whatever, but... Pentecostal churches seem to be more
1: emotional-oriented. Would you agree with that? Definitely. <laughs> and,
0: and I don't know about you, but... A
1: good service is when a lot of people
0: cry. cry. Seriously. <laughs> and we've got to get to that point. I remember going into a place, and they'll say stuff to me like, got to bring it today, Steve. Yep. Oh, you really brought it. In other words, a lot of people cried. Oh, yeah. And I remember as a youth pastor... Going up and praying for kids who are down crying, and they're talking to God, and they're just crying. And I'm praying for them, and then I want to ask them how I can pray for them. You know, how can I pray for you? I don't know. They're bawling. You know, I'm like, what are you crying about? I don't know. I'm like, at least you should know what you're crying about. You know, but and I remember when I would go, I would go forward, and I would I would talk with God, and I would listen to God, and and I remember trying so hard to get that first tear out. It, there's, it, I, I, it sounds ridiculous but and once that first tear came out then I feel like oh it was a successful time with God you know <laughs> Yeah. and then usually what happened was I'd relax and then I would really get blasted I would really get hit I mean God when I say blasted I mean in a powerful <laughs> way God would just his love would be all over me I could just feel him but it was like I had this pressure on me that I had to get all lathered up Right. you know I had to get all emotional I remember just a kid see my The weird part is, is my parents used to travel and do this. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah, my parents used to travel and do that, too. And I remember when I was a kid at one of their camps, and I was having a a time with God. I mean, I I know God is real, and he exists because the moments that I've had with him. And I remember just a little kid down there, and I am just having a time with God. And one of the guys praying for me said, now, you can do this every day. (laughs) And I I didn't tell them what I was thinking, but I thought, man, I wish, I suppose I can, but there's no way I can get emotional like this every day. There's no way I can wake out of bed. It's hard enough for me to eat cereal in the morning, let alone get all emotional and and amped up about this thing. And I grew up believing that I had to get emotional to connect with God. Uh, Have you found that true in your life? Well,
1: yeah. I remember as a child growing up in church and that definitely being the experience and and I think that I've shifted from that in adulthood. But um, it's funny, just not just a few years ago, I had a an older couple who uh, volunteered with us, and uh, I was going through some health—I had Lyme disease for a while—and they were trying to explain to me how I would go about having a prayer meeting so God could help me. And and I and after they started talking, they made a list of things that. You need to get, you need to darken the room a little bit, and you need to get a, they told me a certain band that I, I should get a tape by them or a CD by them. And I've had the same thing, this like music. when I'm,
0: when I put out a thing to my prayer people, I'm like, I am really in desperate need. Would you <laughs> right. please pray for me? And they're like, put on
1: worship Yeah, yeah music. oh yeah.
0: I'll send, yeah. one of them sent me their yeah. CD. Yeah. Here, here, <laughs> listen to my, <laughs> really? That's your answer?
1: <laughs> and what I remember speaking, talking with these people, and then it all kind of coming back, oh yeah, this is how it was when I was a kid in that church, and that, that just kind of emotional, just, just it just ramps up. And the something. pressure there, and it's yeah. not effective unless
0: you you got emotional. Right. And I love emotion. God does too because he made them. But, you know, whenever we say, let's pray, boy, everyone gets all serious. You know, <laughs> before it's time for church to start, there's a rebellious part of me. When you walk in the sanctuary and everyone's all quiet.
1: Right. it 's the house of the lord
0: <laughs> i 'm the house of the lord you 're the house of the lord we 're always the house of the Lord I just walk in and say hey how you doing and everyone gets shocked like you 're noisy' in right. supposed to we make it all serious i think that's I think that's separated us a lot of ways from God because oh, we feel yeah. like i 'm not in the mood to get emotional now so i can 't talk with god that 's baloney right i 'm crabby right now so i can 't talk with God now 's the best time to talk with god when i don 't and that's why I want to have a soft relationship with God. I want to have a soft water relationship with God where it takes so little to cleanse me. It takes so little to lather me up. I don't have to work hard right. to hear God's voice and happy lifers. I want, you to know, you don't have to work hard to hear God's voice. We make it a lot more difficult than what it really is. It's simple. It's easy when it comes time for me to hang out with God, number one, I don't have a a personal time that I spend every morning. I go into my prayer closet. Okay. I don't, people coming out of the closet not going into it. Right. (laughs) But we got a closet, a private place. And I don't, I don't want to blast anyone that connects with God that way. But I, I just believe there's a lot of people out there that are like me that, For years, I didn't have that. So then I was like, well, I'm not connected with God. When I learned that when I'm walking outside, I connect with God. When I'm eating breakfast, I'm connected with God. Because I'm not taking aside time and working myself up. I'm simply, God, what's up? How are you doing today? Oftentimes, I wake up in the morning, I raise my hand up in the air with a fist, like when you pound somebody, you (laughs) know, like pound like a fist bump, you know, and I'm like, pound it, God, high five, you know, that whole thing. And I I don't want to, some people make God so hard. They've got to work it up to be able to talk with God. And they, they've got to, or God's not going to listen if they don't bow their heads and close their eyes and get real serious. And I think God just wants us to be ourselves.
1: Yeah. I think there's a balance. And I, I don't, I think you're just worried about, don't want to make anybody feel bad that that works for. And I think that can work for anybody and probably works for everybody. But if it's a routine that has to be all the time, you can take a shower and, Hard water or soft water if you're in a hotel or you're at somebody's house or at your house. Right. But the point is you're taking a shower. Right. That's the whole point. And right. if we miss the point of that, then it becomes just a routine. You know, yeah. we don't hold out and not take a shower till we find the soft right. water. Right, I can't I mean, take that a shower would be ridiculous. here because that's the wrong order. right. Yeah, right. So we've missed the whole point of the taking the shower in the first place. And, yeah. and so that's the part that bothers me because I grew up thinking I struggled with that. I, I didn't often even get it in the emotional... Thing that was going on, I couldn't get lost. I'm emotional, but I couldn't work myself into that emotion right. like I saw a lot of people doing. And so then I started feeling like, well, there must be something wrong with me. I must not know God like I should. Maybe God doesn't even love me. Maybe I don't love God. Maybe I don't believe any of this. Ultimately, was the conclusion I came to after being a teenager. And so then I just kind of walked away for a period. And then coming back, there was more of a reality that. Maybe that what I experienced as a child in that church was an extreme. And uh, I don't. I, I think there was something more middle of the road that God may have had for me personally. Right. Um, but the point was to seek out taking a shower no matter what kind of the water it was. Right.
0: My biggest concern is this, is that for those that go into a prayer closet, then we think that the only way to connect with God is in that prayer closet. That's right. my main time to connect with God. Right. But I think the Bible talks about praying without ceasing. And I can't be in a closet 24 hours a day, right. right? And I can't work myself up into this emotional dither 24 hours a day. And it, for me, I love getting emotional with God, with my wife, with my kids. They they roll their eyes at me, but in, right. maybe even too. But I love it when we get emotional. I, I, I love that. People always say, I'm sorry for crying. I'm going, are you kidding me? You just made my day. I love it when we cry. I think tears are a healthy thing. I love getting emotional. Yeah. But I don't love it when I have to get emotional. Right every time i saw my wife i would be like let's talk babe and then i would have to oh babe <laughs> i love you man i mean that's the part that, that bothers me is that, that we we give up the most portion of our days and weeks because we can't get we we feel like we've got to get worked up we've got to get lathered up and i want to have a relationship with god where it doesn't take me a lot for me to get lathered up it doesn't take a lot for me to get in his presence it doesn't take a lot for me to hear his voice But the other side of that is that I also want his presence to stay on me longer, too. Right. I want that film of God on me. I want to be thinking about him all the time when I'm playing, when I'm laughing and when I'm crying, when I'm not emotional, when I'm bored, when I'm taking a nap. I mean, I I don't want God's presence to leave me once I leave that prayer closet, once I leave that personal time with God. I I don't want God to... To leave me behind. I don't I I, I want to feel him and know he's there. So that's what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say to all you happy lifers that we don't need to get in a certain position. We don't have to get on our knees. We don't have to fold our hands. We don't have to kneel beside our bed. We don't have to get in a certain time of day. We don't certainly don't have to get in a certain emotion. Take that pressure off of yourself and realize you can come to God when you're bored. You can come to God when you're angry. You can come to God when, when, when you're just blah. It doesn't matter. God is always there, and God wants us to hang out with Him, 24/7, because that's what you want to do with your best friends. You want to be with them as much as you possibly can, and He wants to stick with us. You know, I, I've I've seen some crazy church services, man, where God has done some pretty powerful stuff. You know, and people have gotten really excited. And oftentimes, those people that get excited, it's almost like the harder they work to get excited, the faster it falls away from them. They leave the doors of that church service, and it's like they go back to whatever. That's not what I want. I want to be able to hang out with God no matter what my state is emotionally, no matter what position I am at physically, no matter where I'm at chronologically or the time of day. I just want to be able to hear God's voice, and you can hear God's voice no matter what, no matter where you're at, I want to be able to hear his voice anywhere, and I want it to stick with me. And I believe that's what God wants for all of us as well. You will be happy too. Thanks for listening.
1: d